Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. More than a dozen deaths in a South Florida high school shooting. He just did a superb job of keeping our children safe and getting them locked in. I have the gunshot victim. He's by the entrance to Westlake. This is a terrible day for Parkland, Broward County, the state of Florida, and the United States. This is a special edition of the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. And Donald Trump, uh, President Donald Trump, speaking from the White House just moments ago, said... Well, he said something, but feel, oh, well, um, we'll get it. Here it is. It is not enough to simply take actions that make us feel like we are making a difference. We must actually make that difference. Yeah, he stressed that he was going to get with lawmakers and get with experts and get with his team and get with the White House and make uh, making America's schools safer a top priority. And they are going to seriously crack down on the issues of mental health. And, of course, uh, Rick Scott echoing those sentiments, too, saying one of our primary uh, or- orders of the day is to sit down and talk and figure out how to keep guns out of the hands of those with mental illness, how to keep people who shouldn't have these guns from having them. Another issue is how to make the schools safer, how to make sure that when the kids enter the school building, they are protected. And by what rate those uh, by uh, by you know what means that protection comes. Uh, Pam Bondi and Scott Israel both st- speaking again today. Scott Israel taking a very uh, you know proactive stand on 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 showcasing his personal views about school safety. And um, there's there's a whole issue about seeing something and saying something. If you you know everybody. In fact, we got a uh, we got an open mic uh, with a similar message about this this kid who's uh, now alleged um, the accused shooter. It seems that everyone that knew this school shooter thought that this kid was exactly the type of person that would do something like this. But hey, let's pass a new gun law. That should fix things. And the interesting point is that there was this YouTube comment. This is another big question mark, and it's something that the FBI and uh, and the law enforcement agents in the press conference kind of they they kind of ducked it a little bit because back in September, this guy who had a YouTube channel had a comment from a guy named uh, Victor Cruz, or you know what it, it looked like the same guy's name, and uh, and the, the comment was simply just "I'm going to be a professional school shooter." And this guy did the right thing. He screenshotted the post. He reported it to YouTube. He reported it to the FBI. The FBI came, apparently, uh, to interview this guy, filed a report, left, and this guy didn't hear anything else about it until yesterday. And yesterday, the FBI called him back and said, hey, you filed a report in September about this dude who left a YouTube comment. We have some follow-up questions for you. There's been an incident. And so, uh, according to law enforcement, there's no way to verify if it was the same guy. I find that hard to believe because Twitter can shut down accounts at the drop of the hat. Uh, Facebook can, you know, use algorithms to permeate whatever they want. Uh, but but YouTube can't figure out the identity of one of their own users when the FBI contacts them. Something fishy and strange going on there. But, you know, it, it begs the question, if this guy did everything right, uh, told the authorities, if this guy told the FBI, if this guy told YouTube, here's a problem. Here's a guy who's claiming he's going to be a professional school shooter and the guy still goes through with this heinous act, then what is the point of see something, say something? So these are all the issues that are coming to light. Now, Donald Trump, uh, President Trump said that he is going to come to Florida. He's going to come to Parkland and he's going to visit with the families, visit with law enforcement. I imagine have meetings with the governor, the attorney general. 
uh, and make sure that all of the promises of, of keeping kids safer and investigating the, the mental health system, uh, as well as, you know, um, weapons, keeping weapons away from those who are mentally incapacitated and not able or should have them. Those are going to be the hot issues. And he is going to, he was scheduled to be here anyway. He was going to be in Orlando, uh, tomorrow. He was going to be at Mar-a-Lago over the weekend. Uh, Mar-a-Lago, just a few minutes. I mean, it's like 45 minutes from where this shooting happened. That's how, that's how, that's how much of a pinnacle the state of Florida is that the president basically, it's his secondary residence after, after New York City. Uh, and you know, Governor Scott, a very close political ally with, with uh, Donald Trump and, and has really the president's ear in situations like this. And of course, the voting block here is important to everybody. Um, so you know that there will be, there will be a lot of action taken over here in the next few days as Donald Trump plans his visit. Uh, the interesting thing to take out of this though is let's do things that make America's children safer. Let's not just talk about it. Let's not just talk about taking guns. And I think that's the sentiment that Donald Trump uh, is is leaning toward. Listen again. It is not enough to simply take actions that make us feel like we are making a difference. We must actually make that difference. And that is a big differentiation. And that's something that is going to lay the foundation for the debate that is inevitable. The debate that is inevitable. It's already happening. It's already happening. It happened yesterday, basically as soon as the news broke uh, about gun control and gun control laws and taking guns away. And Donald Trump is setting it up here as let's not just pass laws that make us seem like we're safer. Let's actually become safer. And for a lot of people, they would tell you that gun control laws or banning guns of certain types and varieties just make you feel safer when in actuality they do just the opposite. And we had a lot of we had a lot of open mic messages that basically echoed the same claim. The best solution to a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. If you have a bad guy with a gun, don't you want a good guy with a gun or even better, multiple good guys or girls with guns? Here's another. Pretty simple. You want to stop these school shootings? Let the teachers who want to arm themselves, let them carry guns. The only way to stop gun violence is with a gun. You know, you have, uh, we found out that there was a gun on campus other than the one held by the shooter. We found out that, uh, in the press conference today that there was a resource officer. And a resource officer is a police officer, a member of the sheriff's department. There was a resource officer at the school. The resource officer was armed. And the resource officer, for whatever reason, Whatever reason we found out, uh, never came in contact with the shooter. The resource officer, they said, never encountered the shooter. So there's, there's another issue. Is it that there weren't enough resource officers? Is it that the resource officer wasn't familiar enough with the school? Is it that the resource officer left for lunch? We don't know what, what was happening. But the, the odd thing about this story now that we're finding out is that there was an armed guard, an armed police officer on campus who never encountered the shooter. And that's going to be something that definitely needs to be taken a look at uh, and, and, and needs to be explained, I'm sure, uh, here in the next few days. But not, you know, everyone's thinking the same thing. There are adults at schools. Children are not just, you know, shuttled into a room. All alone, there are there are responsible law-abiding adults there. Why is it not an option to give them the tools necessary to protect the students that we basically are entrusting them with? It's time to arm these teachers. That brave coach died protecting those kids by putting his body over them. They should allow teachers to carry guns, and maybe he could have shot the coward. 
And yeah, and the story about this coach and, uh, you know, there's no no verification yet from the officials, nothing official about, you know, the, they're investigating what happened and they have to look at the trajectory and where the bodies were found and this and that. But this one story about this football coach that everybody loved, uh, it, it, this, the, the story coming from the people that, that witnessed it is that he basically jumped uh, in front of the shooter, or some people say jumped on him, uh, trying to shield his, his students and, and his athletes and, and those kids at the school. And he just, you know, was, was riddled, uh, by gunfire and as a result did pass away. Um, and, and they're calling, you know, that he's the first hero story that we get coming out of this, uh, out of this, out of this debacle and won't be the last, I guarantee. But a lot of po- folks are saying, you know, this guy wanted to protect his students. This guy was a football player. What if, what if, you know, just one teacher there? What if just one teacher there had a gun? How would this how would this uh, have ended in a different way? Now, you're going to get both sides of the debate. And like I said, both sides are already uh, stepping forward. Governor Scott saying we need to keep guns out of the hands of the mentally incapacitated. And also we need to keep our kids safer at school. Um, so we'll see what kind of resources and we'll see what kind of uh, legislation and things we have toward that. Really good news. Really good news is that Governor Scott, when he says something, he typically gets it done. He doesn't say things lightly. Uh, President Trump, same. When he makes a pledge, he makes sure that it is something that gets to put to the top of his agenda. So, uh, you know, we look for some action from both of these individuals on uh, on gun control, on keeping guns out of the hands of the mentally ill and on protecting the schools, which I think is the place to start until you can until you can figure out how to fix the mental health system. You've got to put protections in place for the school, whether it's locks, whether it's armed guards, whether it's arming the teachers, whether it's, you know, fences and walls and barricades around the school. There's got to be some action taken to first fortify the students, fortify the schools and then uh, go to the to the root of the problem, which is if somebody has an issue, they don't get a gun. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. We're going to take some of your phone calls here live in just a minute. Uh, this is the Mark K Show on News one zero four five WOKV. We'll be right back. Two thousand seventeen. Matter of fact, September twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen. I sent a uh, a screenshot of a comment on one of my videos. Now people keep asking me which video was it. I don't know. I don't remember what video it was. When I saw the comment come through on my uh, studio app on my iPhone, I screenshot. That's a that's a guy named Ben the Bondsman. And Ben the Bondsman is the uh, Mississippi Bondsman who had the YouTube channel that the comment was left on. He was vlogging yesterday explaining exactly what happened. The FBI got a copy of it. They came and visited him. He handed him a screenshot and he didn't hear about it again until yesterday after the shooting. Uh, so he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Reported the comment to YouTube. Reported the comment to the FBI. Sent a screenshot of it. So this isn't right. This guy's claiming he's going to be a professional school shooter. You got to do something. And of course, uh, nothing was done. So this is not, this is, this is a big question. And this is not looking, I mean, the FBI is, let's just say they're having a rough year. 3401045. This is Tim from the beaches. Tim, thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. How are you? Doing well. Oh, good. Tim, what'd you want to say? Well, we've been hearing this for a while about see something, say something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two years ago, my son attended school here in North Florida. And two years ago, he was a high school student and he was uh, in an English literature class. And in that class, they were had an assignment, a writing assignment, where they were paired with another student. Uh And the other student wrote in his writing assignment that he either fantasized, dreamed, or wanted to come into school and kill as many kids as he could because he felt he was picked on. So 
So now my son, he brings this paper. He has actually has the paper because they had to exchange papers and then critique them and, and, and go over things with each other. Wait a minute. So this kid wrote all this and your son had the copy of it? Had the copy of it. So I said, all right, I'm calling the school. Because at first you start thinking, all right, is this, I mean, really? I mean, you know. So I called the teacher. Got, finally got the teacher to call me back. I explained to her the situation, read the, the letter, the, the paper to her verbatim. Her comment to me was, well, I wouldn't be concerned. This is probably this child's way of expressing his artistic uh, whatever feelings or whatever, and I'm like, are you are you kidding me? So whatever said, came yeah, of it, did you ever did you ever take it well, higher up? Though? Of course I did. I said, you know, because I told her, I said, well, uh, let me tell you something. If my son ever expresses his artistic desires this way, yeah. I want to be. I want you to call me and let me know. So I called the principal. Now the principal apologized all over himself, and he said, no, 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 the teacher shouldn't handle this. She should, you know, contacted me. This is how it's done. I said, all right, well, I want to know something's going to be done. And I also don't want my son to be singled out. Right. Uh, long story short, uh, about a week later, I called back. I said, hey, I'm calling back. I'm trying to find out, you know, what's going on. I understand the kid is no longer in the class. My son said he's not even seen him in the school. He's like, well, we can't tell you. We can't discuss with anything what, we, what we're doing. But we did everything according to the, the plan. Uh, school system. I'm going to have to probably be on hold here for a second, Tim. That, and you know what? Again, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, the, the issue is if the first part of See Something, Say Something happens, uh, there needs to be a second part, and that needs to be looked into as well when it comes to law enforcement. Look, here's what we know. Uh, we know that there was a law enforcement officer with a gun on campus who never encountered the shooter. We know that the shooter had a history with the FBI because it was reported for the YouTube comment, and we know that Governor Scott and uh, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, are both involved in discussions about keeping schools safer and keeping guns out of the hands of the mentally ill. Those are their two top priorities as Donald Trump heads to Florida. We're not exactly sure when he is going to visit Parkland, uh, high uh, the uh, high school in Parkland, but as soon as he does, and as soon as we know, we'll let you know, because that's what we do. The news is next on News 104.5 WOKV. I'm Mark Kay. See ya. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your four. 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.